0: what inspires you and brings you to life what really makes you feel alive and fulfilled because if you can imagine that version of yourself and come into connection with her or him then you can start to see the contrast of what you're experiencing now
1: true wealth is not just about money it is spiritual mental emotional and physical the holistic wealth podcast will give you all the tools you need to experience wellness on your own terms I'm your host, Lucero Wiley, and I've learned that we are not what happened to us. We are what we choose to become. Are you ready for your upgrade? If you'd like to experience what it's like to work with me, go to liveholistic.com and book a free discovery call. The first two people to do so will receive a free holistic wealth laser session with a $250 value. Link is on the podcast description.
0: Hi, thank you so much for being here with me today. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Absolutely.
1: Well, I would like to introduce you to my friend, Taylor Chelsea. Her and I go way back. We met in Bali while we were both on retreat doing a lot of deep inner work. She is just an amazing human. Her background is really, really uh, unique because she is a performer at heart and a dancer. And she started this journey about uh, all that it takes to create, heal, work with different artists in everything that has to do with embodiment work. So I'm really excited to have you here today.
0: Thank Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here and talk about all these things that inspire my heart so much. Thank you for having me, love.
1: Yes. And well, for all of you guys, our topic for today is the journey of embodying your true frequency. So can you talk to us a little bit more about that and what it's been like
0: for you? Yeah, let's let's dive in. So what this means for me is over the last six years, I've really been on a journey of unraveling all that I'm not and discovering more of who I truly am and the actual process that one goes through in my experience to embody and integrate those frequencies of yourself that you're bringing in. So almost like those future versions of you or your higher self as people will describe and the process of integration that happens when you're actually releasing old versions of yourself and your reality in the ways that you would see things, the things you believe, your relationships start to transform everything transforms. And your relationship with yourself or my relationship with myself has completely transformed um, more and more and more. And through that process, I've actually felt more like myself than ever. And so it's one of my favorite topics to talk about, because I think through the journey for myself, I wasn't really sure what I was doing. And I didn't really have, you know, examples at first of what that would look like and feel like. So, I've been discovering through my own experience what it is like for me to actually bring these versions of myself to light and almost like the manifestation process, right? As you start with the inner work and then your external reality will reflect that. And so, um, it's really a journey of transformation and all of the intricacies that come into play when you're on that kind of a journey. So, I love talking about this. I'll go any direction.
1: (laughs) Yes, thank you. Thank you so much for sharing. And I think this is particularly relevant right now, as we have seen in the world how things have changed. Not only this, well, the obvious, right? Like the pandemic that definitely has shaken the way things were, how life is, how interaction is. Uh, But also we're seeing a lot of these paradigms fall, like, we see all these social movements that stretch towards race, political structures. There's so much change going on in the world, but that's why I believe that talking about uh, this, like how to be able to find your truth when there's so much chaos around and how to embody that frequency. So any anything you can comment on that in regards of what these um, time has been like for you?
0: Yeah, that's a great question. Um, So for me, the state of the world, one of the things that I've learned through different spiritual practices in the past couple of years is that the state of the world or the external world is only, we can't control it, right? We are only in control of our own experience. And so what I've really learned is that If the external world brings something up for me to say I'm triggered, I'm angry, I'm upset, fear comes up, anything like that. I feel unworthy. I feel resistance. That's something that's coming up inside of me. It's for me to look at. It's for me to work through. It's something for me to integrate that's there for me to expand into a higher version of myself, into a new version of myself. So to use the world and any circumstance or situation as something that reflects an opportunity for us to expand and as an invitation to dive into something that maybe we haven't looked at or we haven't healed or a part of ourself that we're not quite aware was there like a subconscious belief you know I really love to see the world as a symbol and ask myself what is this bringing up for me and then go through different processes of supporting myself in in growth and expansion, two of my values, which I really, really love, and so specifically for me, through all of this, I've kind of been on this beautiful journey of how can I use what's happening to better myself, to come more into what's true for me, what I value in this world. How do what do I want to bring to this world? You know, what inspires me, and how do I want to be of service to the experiences that all of us are going through together and individually? And I really believe that whatever it is that we can embody is whatever we have within ourselves is the only thing that we can give to others. So it always starts with ourselves and our own personal inner work. And so to embody more of my truth, one of the ways that I've been learning more about myself and my personal, you know, My boundaries, my belief systems, my unique frequency, all of this is through numerology. I'm also really passionate about astrology, and there's so many ways to learn. But through numerology, I really started to understand how my energy systems worked and what I needed. That value of freedom was one of the best things for me to access feeling like my true self rather than these versions of myself that I just was, I guess throughout life just programmed to be and thought that they were me, but never really asked myself, oh, this, is this really true for me? Mm -hmm. So to be able to have a beautiful structure like numerology, I started to understand myself through my own intuitive, you know, understanding of the world and my perspective about things and how I could come more into my, what felt true for me and then bring that to the world and to feel centered and anchored in my truth about things, which I always love to come to love. Truth for me is unity, it's love, it's freedom, and it's empowering us to be who we are, even though we're all different. I think that's the best thing about this world. And so to empower others to do that, I have to start with myself, so. Yes,
1: I absolutely agree. And wow, that was such a beautiful share. absolutely love how you start with saying like first of all uh, first we need to look into ourselves right like find whether it's through numerology or human design or the jinkies or astrology or just like looking deep within like what is going on because a lot of times I think it's very common to just point a finger outwards right it's like you made me angry or this thing make me sad and it's like Technically, nobody and nothing has the power to make you feel anything (laughs) like that's already inside of you just kind of waiting to come out. So one time a therapist actually told me, like, if you ever want to find like your default emotion, um, look at yourself when you're driving and somebody cuts you off like you know, like so, like the classic bro rage. well i say classic but it's like how anger tends to be like the default emotion a lot of mm-hmm. times in our society or mm-hmm. fear or shame or whatever it is okay. so i really like how you take all of this with responsibility saying like listen everything that is going out there is a reflection of what's going on inside me mm-hmm. which is why Step one for embodying our true essence is starting with ourselves and realizing, like, hey, what is going on? Let's let's clean this house a little bit because a lot of times we're just absorbing all these different emotions and all these different vibrations that aren't even ours.
0: Right, right. And we're such sensitive beings. You know, some of us are more aware of others at certain times, but I believe that all of us are becoming more aware of these things and whatever your stuff is it's coming out, it's coming forward, because there's this massive wave of healing happening in this world. And I really believe that the more awareness we have around what's happening, the more we can be resourced to support ourselves, and then to support each other and to create a world where we all feel safe to thrive and the truth of who we are and bring our uniqueness to the world. And the healing process can be, you know, more joyful, it can be more of this like foundation for creativity and for connection rather than feeling broken and isolated and ashamed and all these things that we've kind of naturally been programmed to feel just the way that our world's kind of worked. And it brought so much separation to people and even from ourselves and our own hearts and something greater than us. Um, and so whether that's through a religion or just, you know, spirituality in general i believe that spirituality and truth is within everything so however you access that vibration of love i think that we can all find unity and connection through that through our own individual relationship with our our healing and growth
1: mm, that's beautiful well while we are talking about um healing and seeing what is going on right now could you talk a little bit of what healing look, look like for you just because I think it's important when like to be a little real about it. Like you and I, when we met in this like healing retreat, doing a ton of deep work, I feel like there's sometimes a misconception that healing is pretty and it's glamorous and you come out the other side of the rainbows and unicorns when in reality it's kind of pushing through that dark night of the soul and going through that vortex of darkness and of, layers of you that sometimes you don't even want to look at so that's why I was wondering if you were willing to share a little bit of what this healing journey has looked like for you
0: <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely Who? yeah this one for me my healing journey started back in 2015 when I had chronic illness I had just finished dancing for you know 15 or 18 years and um I started to have a lot of health trouble. And so that kind of catapulted me into looking, taking a deeper look at my life and my patterns, my belief systems, like so much fear, so much pain, all these things that I hadn't really looked at or dealt with. And through that physical healing process, that was a catalyst for me into a whole new level of expansion. And then over the last three or four years, I've continued to evolve in my understanding of what you know, this process of healing can look like and how it can truly, truly transform your life. And the dark night of the soul, (laughs) that's a real part of healing, you know. Um, I just kind of went through another one this past year. And as much as healing can be so beautiful and playful and expansive, and it brings you into your truth and it brings you into deeper layers of love and presence with this world and with others and into your creativity, all of these things, it also looks like crying on the floor and screaming and feeling all of these like dense, heavy vibrations and shame and anger, and like really looking at the places where you've been the quote unquote villain, or you've been the person that's hurt people, or you've been abusive. And like the things that triggered you about other people, you have to look at where you've also done those same things because otherwise it wouldn't trigger you. And so for me, like triggers are our access points into our greatest transformation. And so anytime that we can bring ourselves to have the courage and, and resources to feel safe in doing this work, I think that how we do the work is the work. So if you can have a healthy relationship with your own growth and transformation, um, it brings this element of, of beauty and ease and almost miracles. It's like a miraculous process of, wow, this is a whole version of me that I didn't realize I was even running from. And as I bring it in with love and acceptance, and I, I look at the innocence within that, and I bring compassion through this, and I release emotion, and then I ask myself, you know, what's true for me now? And I allow myself to be different and to be new and to be transformed. That not only changes my life and my experience and myself and others, but it truly allows me to have compassion for The people in the world that seem to still be struggling with certain things and maybe don't have the resources yet to work through those things themselves, instead of judging others, it brings me into such deep compassion for what they must be going through or what they might be feeling and remembering that there's been a certain time many times that I didn't know what to do with what I was going through and I didn't even see certain things yet. And so we all deserve that like space and that compassion to be on our own journey And we all deserve to receive love no matter where we are on that journey too. So it's not all pretty. In fact, if people had seen my life in a documentary form, you know, it would be triggering to see some of the stuff that I've walked through to receive the transformation that, you know, my soul wants here and to walk with trust and also allow yourself to fall apart. I think that those two things really go together for me.
1: Oh, well, thank you so much for sharing. You you speak a lot of truth and wisdom. Especially, I like the fact how you see triggers as opportunities, just to learn more about ourselves. Because I think we sometimes don't look at triggers that way, and we don't realize that that emotion or everything that is turning our world upside down has a ton of information of where to begin with our healing journey. In the same way, in which a lot of times when our default is just being a kind of a victim of the circumstances, we're not realizing our part in that. Like, okay, I'm in here because I'm a match, whether it is because of the frequency or because of the feelings we have or our actions. But just like you said, it's like everything around us is a reflection of what's going on within us.
0: Totally. And
1: yes. And thank you for sharing a little bit about your journey i think the majority of us have hard journeys to go through and each person is here for for a different reason but i think like you said the bottom line is that we're all here to learn together and to get to a better place of compassion and of love. so yeah could you talk a little bit about what it's like to to embody this right because i Well, personally, it's like, even when I do the work, it's not like, okay, I did it. Now I'm done. Now everything is happiness. And if the world's on fire, I'm just going to give you a marshmallow to roast. Because to me, it kind of comes in waves. Even when you think you're done, it's like, oh gosh, here we go again. Here's another loop.
0: (laughs) Yes. oh my goodness. Yes, I resonate with that so much. And for me, you know, what's coming through right now is if I've reached a new level of expansion or truth for myself and I've just released a ton of emotion or energy or just gone through a really big, um, what do I call it? Just like feeling like you're being squeezed. (laughs) Mm. If I've gone through that, I might feel this new frequency, this freshness, this presence with life, this beauty, this inspiration, this compassion. However, the process of integrating this new understanding or this new lens of reality it kind of for me moves through my chakras or through my energy system it starts with the awareness but then I bring it into my expression and into my heart and the way that I feel in the world and I bring it into my power and the choices I make and then my sexuality my creativity my relationships and then you know fundamentally that root chakra level that one's always like the deepest because you're bringing a new way of being into your the foundation of who you are. The root chakra is connected to safety. It's connected to this world, your human body. And so kind of like women birth humans into the world, we also birth new versions of ourselves and new creations. And so it has to move through energetically. And for me, the way that kind of has looked is I'll go about my life and then triggers or circumstances or things will come up for me. And the way that I now choose to respond differently To take that moment, which meditation really helps with, to actually just be present and aware of what the situation is, you know, calling for. How can I show up to this? What would love do right now? Um, Bringing myself to remember that I have a choice in how I respond, that I can be responsible and I can say, what would this new version of me do in this moment? You know, how would I handle this situation? Um, what is my truth around this? What do I want to integrate? What am I working on right now? And so being intentional with that can be really supportive to focus on certain things while you are in that integration process so that you can remember that. And when old patterns come up, you can be compassionate with yourself and <laughs> you know, say, oh, I remember that. That's an old pattern. We love it. And we're going to make a different choice now. And so the process of integration Beautiful and nuanced and layered. And I think it does come in waves. And then we revisit, you know, certain patterns or certain versions of ourselves and we integrate deeper. You know, it's not always just like we do it one time and then it's done. Like things come around for us to master at more deeper levels um, who we are and who we want to be and what's important to us. And I think we're always being given opportunities to be better. And so if you can create a supportive lens for yourself that inspires you to continue to be better and to know that you are worthy of that and to trust in that, um, I think that that brings such a deep love to our life. And that's the most important thing for anyone to do is what does that mean for you? What do you need individually for that process to feel nourishing and expansive for you?
1: Oh, yes. I 100% agree with you, but that is also sometimes so hard to define, right?
0: Totally. Yeah.
1: Sometimes it's just easier to feel that empathy or that compassion or even that forgiveness for others rather than for ourselves.
0: Totally. Mm -hmm. Yes. Just I'll say a little note on that. Forgiveness is one of the beautiful things that I've been learning this year with myself and patients and To forgive myself not only for things, you know, in this lifetime, but for those who believe in multiple lifetimes or, you know, fun stuff like that. Um, sometimes, you know, we remember memories or things from other lifetimes and those people are here in different roles in our life now. And we just feel these things, these guilts, these shames, these fears, and we don't really know where they're coming from. And so through my own healing and a lot of past life work I've done, I've discovered a lot of the things that I was still carrying shame around in this lifetime. And I never felt worthy of certain things because I hadn't forgiven myself for things that I had done in other lifetimes or not done or hadn't been aware of. And so we're all innocent at a fundamental level because I really believe we choose to come in and, you know, learn things and grow and expand. And it's for the fun of it, even though it's like really hard sometimes, but to learn forgiveness and be patient with ourselves in the process of like literally bringing a new lens of reality into our system reprogramming or rewiring things that we've never known this world without that's a process that takes really gentle and tender healing and space and time and really taking care of yourself at a fundamental level because forgiveness isn't always easy sometimes there's layers we can choose to forgive but the process of unraveling that actual um forgiveness and bringing that love in can take time
1: oh yeah absolutely people say always like forgive and forget as, as if it's that easy right
0: <laughs> totally right yeah but that just kind of I think that can make uh, people feel like their experience isn't valid and so it is such a nuanced thing when we're talking about relationships and trauma and Um, attachment styles all of these things like we're so beautiful as humans but we're so complex and we have souls and we're energetic beings but we're also humans with a lot of programming and so bridging those two things has been a really big part of my journey that I'm I'm learning even deeper this year.
1: (laughs) Thank you so much for sharing this and what can you say about what it takes uh, in order to be able to embody this kind of Of healing or this type of process, like into your everyday life, like what does it look like?
0: Mm, Beautiful. Yeah. What comes to me right away is there's this fundamental need for safety that we have as humans. You know, we that's kind of again bridging the soul and the human. Our soul is excited about life and wants to experience all these things, but our human sometimes is needing certain things to catch up or like to actually ground. Um, for me to feel grounded in my body, I need to feel safe. I think that feeling connected with people and having safe spaces where we can be in attunement with people and our nervous system can learn that it's actually supported and that we're not alone because we're moving, we've already moved out of this like thousands of years of whatever age that we were in, where we were in so much separation and fear and all these things. And we moved into the Aquarius age, which is so much about community and unity and love and connection. And so to learn that it's safe to have connection and that we're worthy of it, I think that everyone's a little bit different. I'm still learning this for myself is the things that I feel like I need in order to embody my truth is you know, what are my basic needs every day? That's one thing as a human being. What's like the best nourishing diet for me right now? What is my body asking for? Um, what routines or different movement practices work for me? What inspires me and brings me joy? Because I think joy and play is such an important part of integration and embodiment. We need to know that it doesn't always have to feel hard and heavy. And there's a time and a place to kind of sit with those feelings, but there's also a time to play and. Um, I think it's unique to each individual to ask themselves, what are my basic fundamental needs and where am I at with that mind, body, spirit, right? It's like in each of these areas, what do I feel like I need to thrive? What does that look like? And getting clear on that first is the first step. And then you can go from there and actually reach out for that support or start taking those steps. And then the process of embodiment seems a lot easier, at least in my experience, because you're you have a better understanding of what it is that you're actually doing and you feel supported and celebrated in that. And so we all get to be that for each other. I think that's, you know, my ideal world. So we can all (laughs) share in that process together and also allow that to evolve. You know, I've, my relationship with myself and my body and my spirit, my truth has continued to expand and to grow. And I think that that's just, that's why we're here.
1: Yes. I, I, Absolutely agree with you, especially with the fact that how all healing has to be holistic, right? Like that's, I think that's the start point of actually this, <laughs> that yeah. to me, that was a thing that wealth It's not just money, it's spiritual, it's mental, just like you say, it's mind, body, spirit. It's a balance of so many layers that we are as humans and as so many needs and so many vortex, vortices around us. So... yeah Yeah. which one do you think is like the hardest one because sometimes one thinks well you would say that what's going on in the physical is sometimes easier or more obvious at least than what's going on in the emotional body or in the mind
0: oh this one could be its whole own episode (laughs) that my answer to that in this moment is I think that everybody has, if you were to, to lay out, you know, mind, body, spirit, emotions as four different areas of your life, I think that one is going to stand out more for each individual, or maybe there's areas that people feel more connected to more safe to talk about. And then ones that maybe they are totally shut off to based on their life experience or their programming, whatever it is that they've kind of gone through up until that point. And so I think it, there's no answer other than it depends on the individual, because sometimes they're all connected, right? And sometimes we start with the physical because it feels accessible for us. And that starts to help us meet those new emotions and those belief systems and help rewire our mind and open ourselves up to spirit and our soul. And that kind of, it kind of unlocks that for us. And other times spirituality or, you know, focusing more on spirit or emotions is what Brings people into the inspiration to shift something in their physical world and to treat their body differently. And, you know, I think we're all beautiful teachers for each other in that way so that we can see how other people are doing it and not compare, but be inspired by what resonates with us about what other people are doing and exploring. And I think, like, if we can just be gentle with ourselves and ask ourselves, you know, what area do I feel like I thrive in? What area do I really just. I need some support and I don't really give much attention and love to this. So I think for me, it's been strangely enough, like my mind is something that I've neglected. Mm -hmm. Um, even though it's so close to emotions, my process has just unraveled and revealed deeper things for me. And I'm like, Whoa, I actually think there's some layers in here. My mental health that I haven't really been able to um, heal yet because I've been so focused on the physical or on the spiritual and they're all connected, but I think it evolves, like I said, to different areas needing focus at different times. So it's kind of like a beautiful puzzle. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Long answer, but it's a big, that's a big question.
1: Yeah, no, I I completely agree with you. It's all like a big puzzle with a ton of different pieces and parts and then we're all very unique so like you said for one person it is the mind for other one is the emotional body so mm-hmm. it is complex uh i think this healing of well, this journey of healing or of embodying your truth is definitely a the journey of a lifetime so i just wanted to ask if there is any like final i don't know i don't want to say advice but more like suggestions or things that you think that can resonate with the people that are listening to this episode? Like how can they start? What can they do? Um, What is a good practice to, to begin or to
0: look at? Yeah, I love that. What I'm feeling is, I would say two of the processes that I love is one if you can imagine you know your most inspiring version of you what would you be doing what would you be wearing what would you be eating who would you be around you know what inspires you and brings you to life what really makes you feel alive and fulfilled because if you can imagine that version of yourself and come into connection with her or him then you can start to see the contrast of what you're experiencing now And you can take, you know, kind of take inventory of your life and ask yourself what might need to change or what you might want to start um, shifting, just taking different action steps where you might need that support. And it can bring a lot of clarity to start to imagine something that you maybe didn't even think you were able to imagine or wasn't even possible for you. But it is. The truth is that it is. So that's one of my favorite ways to kind of get clear on where I am right now and where I need to bridge the gap or, you know, receive some support. And another thing is my values, like the frequency that I want to feel. So similar to the first one, but what do I want to feel every day? What are my values as far as my experience of life every single day? You know, if it's love, if it's truth, if it's expansion, if it's feeling supported, if it's um, inspiration, creativity, whatever it is for you get clear on the frequencies you want to feel and then ask yourself if you were to build a life around those energies what would that look like for you and so you can go out from that center point and then from there receive a lot of clarity about where you might want to go from this point on in your life and honestly enjoy the ride because your spirit and this world is going to support you in the embodiment of whatever your truth is and our job is to co-create it so to get clear and bring our focus onto that thing that we want and then everything else will kind of work around that.
1: Oh that was so beautiful. Thank you so much for this share and just thank you so much for being here today with us. This was such an amazing conversation that I definitely hope we can continue and you can come back. <laughs> <Talk fun.
0: laughs> yes as a whole other version of me again
1: (laughs) I love that (laughs) thank
0: you so much for everything and we look forward to having you in the show again (laughs) thank you thank you so much for having me sending you all so much love